0: In New York, Eugene Carroll's second defamation trial against Donald Trump is getting underway. The former president in attendance today for jury selection and opening statements. CNN's Kara Scannell is joining us from New York right now. She's got details. So, Kara, what happened inside court today?
1: Well, Wolf, it was the first time E. Jean Carroll and Donald Trump had been in the same room for in decades, and Trump was sitting just one table away from E. Jean Carroll, though it didn't appear that they made eye contact at all during the several hours that he was there in court. Trump sat through all of jury selection until a jury of nine men and women were impaneled, and then they went to opening statements. E. Jean Carroll's attorney, Sean Crowley, was up first. She had told the jury that as a result of Trump's statements in 2019 denying Carroll's allegation that he raped her in an apartment store in the mid-90s, saying that she wasn't his type, and also saying that she made up the story to make pro- to get to. Better the sales of her book that she had just released. She said that those statements scared Carol, that she received numerous threatening emails and communications from Trump supporters, and that her career had suffered. She said – and she said that Donald Trump must be stopped. And that was important in this case for this jury to find in terms of damage. She said, while sitting in the courtroom today, there were 22 posts just today. Think about that when you consider how much money it will take Donald Trump to stop. Now, Donald Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, gave her opening statement, and she told the jury that Carol wanted the attention. She had seeking fame, that she welcomed this. And she was saying that Donald Trump was just defending himself. She said that that of Carol, her career has prospered. She wants President Trump to pay for the mean tweets. Now, this, this case went before a jury last year for statements that Trump had made in 2022. A jury found Trump liable for sexual assault and defamation. The judge overseeing this said that these statements in 2022 were nearly identical to the ones in 2019. So the issue of defamation is not on the table for the jury. It is just up for them to decide how much in damages, if any, former president should pay E. Jean Carroll. Everyone will be back in court tomorrow.
0: I'm curious, Kara, how will this trial unfold in the coming days? Could we hear, for example, directly from E. Jean Carroll or potentially from Trump himself?
1: Yeah, E.J. Carroll is set to testify in this case tomorrow. Her lawyers also intend to call an expert on reputation and damages, that they will have testify as well. Now, Trump's attorneys say that he wants to testify and take the stand. Of course, Donald Trump's decision on that is always fluid. In the civil fraud trial, he said he was going to take the stand a second time, and he never did, so it remains to be seen if he will testify. But the judge has already outlined what Trump could testify about, saying it must be related to the damages. He cannot deny raping Carroll. He cannot deny knowing her so if he, if he does take the stand, it will be limited in what he can say, Wolf. We'll...
0: All right, Kara, thank you very much. Kara Scannell reporting for us. I want to get some more from our legal and our political experts who are watching all of this unfold right now. Eli Honig, let me start with you. Uh, what do today's opening arguments tell you about the possible damages Trump could face?
2: Well, Wolf, I think Donald Trump's defense argument here is – remarkably risky, potentially even reckless, and it could backfire quite badly here. Let's remember, what this jury is deciding is not whether Donald Trump sexually assaulted and defamed Eugene Carroll. The prior jury already found that. All this one is deciding is how much money Donald Trump has to pay now. This is a jury of nine ordinary New Yorkers. And essentially, what Donald Trump's team is arguing here is that by defaming her, as the prior jury found, he's essentially done her a favor Not only did he not harm her, Trump's team argues, but he actually helped her reputation, her economics. And I think that's a very risky argument to make. would not surprise me at all to see this jury reject that.
0: Gloria Borger, uh, Trump chose to be there today. uh, Interesting. But he didn't speak outside the courtroom, as he has done on several other occasions when he was tending uh, legal trials against him. So why did he feel it was still important to be there and how much did he actually benefit from this?
3: You know, it's really hard to know. He probably didn't speak because he's being accused of defamation, and what he would say would probably be more defamation. He has decided to attend these cases, whether or not he speaks, because it's part of his campaign. And we've been talking about this a lot, you know, the courthouse campaign, and I think he shows up because it's part of his shtick about being a victim and how the, the judicial system is being used against him with all kinds of false charges. And so I think this is just one more thing. He says he wants to testify. He always says he wants to testify. We'll see if that, if that actually happens. But, you know, this has become an important part of their political theory of the case in terms of winning the presidency, or at least winning the primaries.
0: Yeah, he thinks it's a big deal. Uh, Ellie, uh, you've appeared before this judge many times. Uh, Trump, uh, as we've been noting, he's expected, we don't know for sure, but he's expected to testify. But is he going to get away with theatrics in front of this judge, whom you know?
2: Absolutely not, Wolf. This is the wrong judge for theatrics, for Spectacle. This is Judge Lewis Kaplan in the federal courthouse in Manhattan. Of all the judges in that courthouse, Judge Kaplan may exercise the tightest control over his courtroom. He is deeply experienced. He is no nonsense. Nobody gets away with any circus-like behavior. I've been there. Take my word for it. This man controls his courtroom. Also, as we said before, the judge has set very narrow parameters on what Donald Trump can and cannot say. Donald Trump cannot get up there and deny that he sexually assaulted E. Gene Carroll, cannot deny that he defamed her. All he can do is make arguments about how much she's been damaged. And that doesn't leave him with much, if anything, of substance to say. So I know the expectation of the reporting is he may testify or he's expected to testify. I'm a little bit skeptical about that. Let's see what happens when push comes to shove on Monday.
0: We shall see. uh, Gloria, knowing Trump is facing damages for sexual abuse and defamation, does that hurt him in a general, in a general election?
3: Well, you know, we know it hasn't hurt him in the primaries so far, uh, and we see that in the polling, that most Republicans believe these cases are rigged against him. I think the general election is a different story. I think um, when, you, when you're facing uh, so many felony counts, uh, you know, and if you are convicted, the polls show that that will make a difference to many voters, a conviction. So, you know, we we have to see. So far, this has worked to his advantage, but, again, this is is a selective audience, which is a Republican primary audience. As far as the general election is concerned, I think it also depends on how Joe Biden uses it against Donald Trump. Does he talk about it more certainly than Nikki Haley or DeSantis ever did? And I would guarantee you that, that Biden will.
0: I suspect you're absolutely right. Guys, thank you very, very much. Important conversation indeed.